Good morning. 638 here on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. It's the Pensacola Morning News. Joining us now, we have Wes Moreno. He is the county administrator for Escambia County, and he joins us on a Thursday. Just kind of get us, always get us caught up on either what's happening in the county or what's coming up on the meeting, which we do not have a meeting today. The Committee of the Whole got canceled. Uh, so, Wes, welcome back to the show, sir. Hey, good morning, Andrew. It's great to be here this morning. Oh, man, it's always good to have you. always have such good in- information. Uh, first, quick thing, uh, the cow got canceled this morning. Just no need for it. It was a placeholder and didn't have anything you had to do today. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. We didn't we didn't have an agenda uh, to accomplish, so we, we went ahead and canceled. All right, fair enough. Um, and there's a little hinky in the meetings coming up because we don't have one next week, and then we've got the Tuesday meeting because of Thanksgiving week, which is going to be the kind of you know change of who's going to be the chairman and the installation of the new member, um, and uh, you know and all of that. Uh, and we'll see if there's anything else on the agenda then. But just kind of so people kind of know what's happening over the next couple of weeks. Uh, one thing I wanted to ask you about follow up to the last meeting. In the agenda review session, not in the regular meeting, but in the morning meeting, the um, the the commissioners who were there, uh, Commissioner D two, uh, Doug Underhill was not there, and Mike Kohler, incoming, was not there. There was, it seemed like a decision got made about the Navy Point Living Shoreline project, and that it bothered me, and I'll tell you why, because it wasn't on the agenda. The District Two Commissioner was not there, either one of them. And it seemed like a decision got made on a non-noticed item without any public input. Am I wrong in reading it that way? Because you basically agreed to do what the three of them wanted to do with starting the process of removing the bags. Correct me if I got something wrong. Yeah, so as we were wrapping up agenda uh, review, uh, Commissioner Bagash brought up an item for discussion. And, uh, and you're right, it was not formally added to the agenda prior to uh, it had kind of been talked about a little bit, maybe adding the item. There was some back and forth. Uh, but I guess uh, Mr. The Chairman Bagosh, Mr. Bagosh, decided to go ahead and bring it for discussion. And it was, uh, you know, I could see clearly the direction for the board, where they were headed. And uh, so we, you know, I said, hey, I, you know, I understand your direction, and we will make it so. And um, so we will proceed forward. Uh, with having those oyster piles removed, unless the board gives different direction, as you know, uh, maybe as in a month or so, we'll see. But we got an item going to procurement, uh, putting a couple of work together. Talked to Chips Kirschfeld yesterday. I talked to Tim Day. I've been out there, and there's quite a few oyster piles actually. And um, so I, I kind of thought we might could use some in-house forces. But it's going to be more more than what we could tackle uh, in house. So we're going to go through procurement, the procurement process, and hire our contractors to remove those oyster piles. And and the I know the original estimate on this was going to be I'm doing working on memory here, but it was going to be uh, like two fifty to do the removal, and then it was one hundred and eighty had to be spent to do the whatever the replacement project is, um, and. Are we talking about removing the all of it, or are we talking about only removing the oysters that are near to the sh- the sandy beaches or the ones that are broken? What's the scope of the removal that you guys are putting out there? Well, that's what Tim is and Chips are narrowing down right now, the, the exact areas. But I'll tell you, after looking at it, they, they kind of all tie together. So, uh, you know, we may get it do an A and a B, a removal of certain areas, and then maybe a B to remove all of them to see what that price would be. Okay. But I think moving forward in the future, you're going to see a scope of, of work for a consultant, to a coastal engineer, to design and uh, 
you know, whatever replaces that. And so we'll move forward in that, in that fashion with a consultant and uh, we'll certainly take input from the public and also from the, from the, the board as a whole. Okay, well, I, I, I do still want to raise my protest, okay? And I don't have an opinion about the project itself, not a real strong one anyway. Uh, this may well be the right approach that I would support, but this way of doing business, a non-agenda item that gets brought up in a non-public con- you know, consultation scenario like the agenda review, and then it gets a decision made to put out a procurement for a bunch of money, uh, even if it is the will of three members of the board, I just, that's not how we should do things. <laughs> and it bothered me that it got done this way. Uh, and I wanted to make sure that I've said this on the air, but I wanted to make sure you heard it from me personally. So, um, you know, I, I don't necessarily expect you to react to that. Uh, I know it's your job to do whatever the board tells you to do, but that, that was, that bothered me. And I hope we don't continue to do business that way. Uh, on other matters, uh, you're a, obviously your background is with traffic and with traffic management and this ATMS it, it's already operating. It's just not operating at the full scope of when we have a building over there by the W Street Emergency Operations Center, right? Like we're already doing several elements of what this overall thing is eventually going to be, right? Yeah, we are. We have we've uh, replaced a lot of the hardware and, and, and all of our signals, and uh, so we are doing that. We are controlling and monitoring uh, traffic signals from. Central Office Complex, and you know we're continued, continuing to upgrade and update and and uh, bring it further along. And when DOT builds the the center there by the Emergency Operations Center on, on Debbie Street, I think uh, it'll be we'll, we'll just uh, the old saying we'll, we'll be the cat's meow when it comes to traffic <laughs> management. No, I uh, love it's this. It's going to be a, a great thing. And uh, actually, Jim Hagan. One of our traffic engineers that that works a lot with ATMS, he's actually in South Florida, helping to write uh, scope and specifications for uh, traffic management uh, personnel. And so, you know, we were it was a great honor for him to be asked to do that. So uh, he's he's pretty good at it. He does a great job at it, monitoring all of our signals, and uh, he has become our our resident uh, expert, subject matter expert, if you will. And can you maybe just clarify for folks, because even I know I don't have it 100% clear in my head, which signals or which roadways are currently being operated under this remote operation system, this ATMS? Uh, most of your major roadways, even the, the DOT roadways and the county's collector and arterial roadways, uh, those were our first uh, our first initiatives because that, those are the ones that carry the most traffic. So it'd be like and, Nine uh, Mile, so, Davis Highway, Airport, Brent, yeah, the yeah, island that's, traffic that's, light. That's right. Yep, you're exactly right. Those types of roadways, and you know, when you send me a text, hey, we got a light flashing, or we got a light out. Uh, usually, by the time I contact uh, Jim or Chris Phillips, they're already aware of and already already working to get it uh, fixed. So. Uh, it, it really has streamlined our ability to be able to monitor and also address any issues that come up. And, and there are there ones in Santa Rosa already on the system? Because I know the eventual is basically all the lights, right? I mean, that's the goal is eventually all the lights uh, in both that, counties. Yeah, that's the goal. Regionally, we'll be able to do it regionally from, I guess, what we would call the, you know, from here to, to Okaloosa or here to Walton. You know, that that, that would be the goal. And also maybe to to incorporate some dispatch uh, in, into that building as well and kind of tie everything together. 
Very good. And, and I'm sorry, I didn't catch your answer. Do are there ones in Santa Rosa that are already on the system? Uh, I know the ones in Navarre are okay. the ones because we're mon- we are monitoring those those lights. Uh, you know, going over to Navarre Beach, we're monitoring those lights as well. Okay, cool. And I thought that was the case, but like I said, I, I wasn't clear in my head, and that's why I wanted to ask you about it. Uh, we're talking to Wes Moreno. He is the county administrator for Escambia County. Wes, hang on for just a second. Let me get a traffic, ironically, uh, report from uh, Candy Colors with traffic on the fives. Well, uh, no, traffic is fine. We're not showing any problems. Cervantes clear through the curve on Scenic Summit. Also, not showing any delays. If you have traffic tips. Text 437-1620, Candy Cullerton, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. Uh, Wes, the District 1 Medical Examiner's Office, I know Santa Rosa County is on the verge today. They're going to approve a purchase of some land that is could be used for the facility off of Avalon, but they also say they can use it for other things. It's not meant to be a like, hey, we're buying this land, y'all going to make a move. They're just buying the land in case uh, the board decides to use that location. Has there been any movement since the last conversation about expanding what's going on at Sacred Heart or, you know, has there been any change in status? Yeah, so there's been a couple of meetings. Uh, there was a meeting last week and then this week uh, on Monday, um, there was a meeting at Sacred Heart with some of their administration and with uh, the medical examiner's uh, executive director, and with uh, Eric Gilmore, who is our rep- representative, and uh, Miller Caldwell, the architect, was there. And we're looking at an option that may allow us to add more uh, cooler space there in the existing location and also make things more secure and also add more tables there in the existing location. So we're looking at that. The architect's going to come back and tell us uh, if it's, if it's able to be accomplished, if so, how much is it going to cost? And then once we know that information, we'll be able to make some decisions moving forward. But I'm pretty optimistic about it, and I think some of the other counties uh, welcome the idea of not having to spend quite so much money as well. So it's an initiative that, that we're just chasing down. We're running it to the ground, making sure that we're making good decisions. And uh, being good stewards of the tax dollars. Very good. And we haven't really made any decisions on homeless spending, right? We're still kind of in a holding pattern. Uh, I mean, the last I remember is we were talking about applications and forms so that if people had ideas, but I don't think anything's progressed since then unless you tell me otherwise. Well, we've been, you know, there's a lot of things with that grant that has a lot of boxes have to be checked. And so we've been checking off those boxes. We have a draft of an application. We have met with uh, our continuum of, of care and uh, actually uh, met with D.C. Reeves, uh, the, the incoming mayor, uh, last week or maybe the week before. And he and I discussed it briefly. And I think, you know, he and I will uh, strategize and, and, and uh, come together collaboratively and see what the best uh, options might be to present to, to our board and also to the city and see if we can come together and put something in place. Outstanding. Oh, and by the way, I got a text in from somebody to remind me something I should have known. I had just forgotten. We were talking about the ATMS, and it's operating in downtown Milton, and uh, it's op- on Highway 90, and it's like travel times are down 40%. So this thing really, really works, right? I mean, this is this is a very, yeah, very... Yeah, absolutely. It does. It, it is. It, re- it, it really... 
It really works, absolutely. No, I love that. Last thing is, and I don't know the answer to this question because I know you are a uh, really, really proficient barbecuer. You you put your food in my face every single day on Instagram. Um, <laughs> are you are you cooking for uh, Egg Fest this weekend? Um, you know, this past couple of months have kind of been hectic for me, and and uh, I've noticed. <laughs> I'm, I, I, honestly, I missed the window to even buy tickets to the VIP event. Oh, no. Uh, so I may, yeah, we just had some things going on. And, uh, you know, the fire, the fire, uh, the fire personnel cook against the sheriff's personnel uh, tomorrow night at the VIP dinner. So uh, we'll see how that goes. I may show up to root them on a little bit and give them a little, give them a hand. You know, I can't, I can't have, I can't have, I can't have Chip. <laughs> over, so we got to kill and bring our A game, you know. You got you, you um, can't have the sheriff's but, department uh, be, beating the Escambia County Fire Rescue. No, yeah, that'd be. Um, I understand. No, I'll never live it down. I'll never live it. Down. <laughs> All right. Well, but, what, uh, no, it'll be good. It'll, it'll be good nature, son. Yeah, no, it is, and I look forward to. I'll, uh, I'll I'll look forward to seeing who I think does a better job of that tomorrow night. Well, Wes Moreno, as always, thank you so much for the information for the service, and as you mentioned, I know it's an enormous amount of work, and I appreciate you doing it. Uh, we'll talk to you again soon, sir. Thank you so much for the time. All right, Andrew. Thank you. you